So hello everybody, it's uh, David here again from Roads to Freedom and yesterday we did some uh, drills on uh, on cadence, working on cadence, running on the spot and uh, we mentioned that uh, most uh, elite runners, faster runners run with a cadence around about 180 or more which is much faster than the average uh, recreational runner. So yesterday we did some drills running on the spot um, and um, joining up all the different pieces of faster cadence, trying to make it a whole body running action rather than just a leg muscular kind of swing through. Um, and we particularly mentioned the importance of the arms, the arms actually um, leading the movement and the rest actually following and um, if you don't use your arms you're going to struggle to get much um, elasticity out of the ground etc so um, the, the point of trying to increase our cadence is just really to increase our effortless of mo movement in the longer run and our efficiency um, because although it might seem a little bit harder initially because it's different and new and the brain doesn't quite get it yet. Once you uh, tap into the idea of a faster cadence, um, then you will find that in time it becomes a lot more effortless and, and makes running a lot easier um, rather than trying to pound out long, slow strides. Okay, so the point of increasing cadence is not necessarily to get you up to some kind of arbitrary 180 steps per minute. Um, particularly if you're a beginner, it's just to kind of bring home the point that um, a faster cadence is associated with less muscular effort and better reaction with the ground, so more speed with less effort, basically, in the longer term. So people with long legs will sometimes find it quite hard to get up to 180 steps a minute, um, particularly if they've got long, heavy legs, um, because those legs are very heavy. Um, and it, it might be quite hard for them to get up and down off the ground that quickly. On the other hand, those people with longer legs are also those who can perhaps benefit most from having that um, faster cadence because they've already got the stride length. And if we add in a slightly higher cadence to that, then we, we, we might be looking at a really uh, kind of almost um, naturally fast runner um, so making full use of the long length of those levers um, by increasing the cadence could be vitally important for them. So don't forget, speed is, is literally measured in by cadence times stride length. You know, there's nothing else ultimately involved, although there's lots of pieces involved in that equation. It is basically how quickly you can turn your feet over multiplied by the length of each stride in its most simple terms. So when people start trying to increase their cadence, they also need to remember that they will inevitably take it, be taking much shorter strides. If you're trying to keep the same stride length and at the same time making your cadence rise a little, you won't be very long before you end up stopping because it'll just seem so hard. Um, and it's quite difficult sometimes for people to gauge how much shorter their stride length has to be. Um, but it, you just need to just shorten it until you can get 
somewhere up around um, at least 170 and, and preferably 180 steps per minute. So after doing your jogging on the spot at a cadence of around 180, uh, which remember you can count, you, you can count for um, either 30 seconds and multiply by two, or you can count for 15 seconds, which I usually do, and multiply by four, whichever works for you. But if, if, you're, if you're doing it for 15 seconds, you want to be counting 45 steps in that 15 seconds, multiply by four, that'll give you a cadence of 180. Okay, so work on that first on the spot. And then you can start going for short forward runs with very short stride lengths to start with. So you're just focusing still on the cadence, but just adding a little bit of forward movement into it um, until it becomes um, kind of a little bit more natural and instinctive. And then you can gradually increase the stride length, but always focusing first on the cadence um, and um, the stride length we, we can work on more as we go. So uh, one of the things that people often report and assume is that using a higher cadence must mean you're actually running faster and therefore it's going to be harder. Well, that's not really true, is it? Because um, although it's true that cadence will rise and fall a little, um, for example, if you go up a hill, cadence will generally get a little bit slower and equally, if you're sprinting at the end of a race, it will often go a little bit higher than 180. But it's the combination of cadence plus stride length, or rather cadence times stride length, that makes it faster. Okay, And the fact that you can run on the spot at high cadence with no forward movement indicates. So you've actually got no speed at all, have you, when you're running on the spot, because you're not moving forward. So this proves that... Um, cadence is not um, necessarily equated to speed it depends on cadence plus stride length or cadence time stride length to be accurate so the key um, the key to attaining a high cadence is to use the free energy from the ground to your maximum potential and this means using your whole body okay leading with the arms um, and letting the rest of it follow. So there's things that inevitably should follow from using your arms to a full range. So a full arm drive, both out in front of you and also more significantly behind the body as well, with bent elbows, of course, will cause the knees to rise higher. Unless, as some people do, you flick your heel up to your butt and then you lose all the benefits of the higher cadence. So think about knees towards chest rather than knees to butt when you're doing the uh, high cadence on the spot. So knees going higher um, towards the chest means you generate more energy from the ground because you're striking from um, a higher initial point. So knees going higher means there's more downward force, which means you can get more upward force as it were so what goes down must come up every action has an equal and opposite reaction um, and all these kind of um, physics um, sayings which are uh, rules rather from people like Einstein are really important here 
um, and you can see how you know, the, the higher you get your knee, the more you'll get a rebound effect from the ground. Whereas if you're doing a slow cadence, not using your arms, you'll just be kind of getting very little out of the ground. And that's effectively what's happening when you're running at a slow cadence. Okay, so in these going higher means more energy generated from the ground, as we just said, which is going to cause, which you're, you're going to use eventually that energy to propel you forward when we start adding in um, the stride length to that. Um, so if you're hitting the ground with your heel using a slow cadence, then you're just essentially slamming on the brakes every time you hit the ground. Um, so what we're looking to do here is we're going to, looking to use the momentum generated by your body weight coming down quickly but and dynamically interacting with the ground. So again, as yesterday, this is best felt on a natural surface like grass and preferably barefoot because this scenario actually generates the best possible feel for the ground and a maximum elastic response from the ground. Okay, and you'll, this will happen more or less, should happen more or less naturally when you start running on grass barefoot. You actually just find you get your feet off the ground quicker um, and that you do tend to want to use your arms more, um, which kind of shows it's a more natural way to run. And actually the only reason we're able to run at all on tarmac with a slow plodding cadence um, without getting injured immediately is because most runners are running with enormous, heavy, inflexible bricks on their feet, essentially, which takes away the feel for and also the, the elastic reaction to the ground. So let me know how you get on with moving from cadence on the spot to cadence with a little bit of forward movement. Remember, we're not trying to take long strides. We're just tiny little steps to start with. And then once we feel that we can manage that cadence with forward movement, then we, you, you, you may feel you can just increase your stride a little bit, but without sacrificing the cadence. Okay, so that's it for now. That's Dave at Rose to Freedom, and uh, I wish you luck. Let me know how you get on. Bye for now.